In the midst of this dark and lonely hour, O oh God, we need to hear from you. So speak, Lord, and grant us your peace. Amen. In the summer of 1955, a 14-year-old boy was sent down from Chicago to visit his family in the Mississippi Delta. Although the summer months in the Delta are marred with scorching heat and unrelenting mosquitoes, this young boy went about playing and enjoying his cousins in the carefree way that many children live. It was a trip to the grocery store at the end of August that changed this young boy's life forever. Pulled from his great uncle's house in the middle of the night, they took him and beat him, disfigured him and gouged out his eyes in acts of rage and unfathomable violence. They brutally destroyed him and then they shot him in his head. In a final act of punishment, they took his maimed 14-year-old little boy body and they wrapped it in barbed wire. They tied him to a cotton gin fan and threw him. No, they dumped him in a river. Today, my friends, I recall I recall the lynching of Emmett Till because the images of his mangled bodied and disfigured face and the footage of his grieving mother are the closest that I can come in this modern era to imagining the suffering and pain experienced by our Lord on this Good Friday. Now you all, you, you heard the gospel. This story, it's familiar. People have made movies about it. Passion plays are shown and displayed throughout the city and indeed across the world. Yet despite the story's familiarity, I always find myself feeling a little shocked, surprised, and then a bit of guilt when I hear the crowd yell, crucify him, crucify him. In many depictions of the story, the call for Jesus to be murdered shows up so often that it becomes almost song-like. In Mel Gibson's version of this story, they take Jesus to the first authority and the crowd yells, crucify him, crucify him. And then they take him to the next place and again we hear, crucify him, crucify him. And as each place, with each place that he goes, the crowd grows bigger and louder as they shout out, crucify him, crucify him. And because of the repetitive nature, because of the energy behind the demand, I find myself saying it along with the crowd, crucify him, crucify him. The call for blood, this yearning to see a man murdered becomes a visceral shout from within me. And then I catch myself. And I say, wait, wait. 
This is not who I am. I am not a part of this group that rejects our Lord. I am not like Peter, one who denies even knowing Jesus. Yet I am. I am. And we are. You see, my friends, Good Friday is a very complicated day. It's a day in which we give God thanks for God's willingness to suffer death, even on a cross. And it's also a day in which we remember that we are complicit in his death. You heard it read in Isaiah today that Jesus was stricken and afflicted, oppressed and crushed for us. He was bruised for our sins, yours and mine, and pierced for our transgressions. Now, some of you aren't convinced that you're complicit because you know you weren't there 2,000 years ago. You weren't in that crowd that yelled out, crucify him, crucify him. So you don't understand how I could suggest that we are complicit in his suffering. And I get that. Because you're right. None of us put nails in Jesus' hands or in his feet. But our teacher for this evening is Mamie Till Bradley, young Emmett Till's mother. You see, she teaches us by receiving her son's maimed and disfigured, broken body, and then taking and daring to lay his body out in an open casket so that this nation could take responsibility and could look at the awful violence that has been accepted in this country. By having that open casket for her son, she let this nation know that we are all complicit in his death. By being silent and tolerant of racism, by allowing unjust laws to be written about people who happen to have a different skin color than others, by turning a blind eye to colored only signs and housing discriminations, we as a nation were all complicit. And Mamie Till Bradley taught us that even though none of us ever punched little Emmett Till, we still bore the responsibility of his death. And so it is with the death of Jesus. No, none of us pierced Jesus in his side. But each time we choose to display hate towards our neighbor instead of love, Each time we choose to tell lies instead of truth, jealousy over friendship, war instead of peace. Each time that we choose despair instead of hope, we become complicit in our Lord's lynching on a cross. And so my friends, this evening we grieve, we lament, And we mourn our sinfulness, we mourn our complicity. And yet in the midst of our grief, as we bring our sinful selves to this place and kneel, we also come with gratitude in our hearts 
For we give thanks to God for the pain and passion and the suffering of Jesus because it is through the life and death of Jesus the Christ that we are ultimately made whole. Amen.